0: Thank you for tuning in. Today is Thursday, April 11, 2018. At Cloud Next 17, Google quietly announced a revamp to Gmail that focuses on intelligent features like Smart Reply and Groupings Now. Over a year later, an early access program for a new Gmail experience is launching in the coming weeks, according to three separate tips TechCrunch received from current G Suite administrators. This updated experience includes a new design for the Gmail web interface details only note a fresh, clean look for Gmail on the web. Yesterday it was reported that Instagram lacked data portability, knocking the app for the absence of an equivalent to Facebook's download your information to now an Instagram spokesperson tells me we are building a new data portability tool. You'll soon be able to download a copy of what you have shared on Instagram, including your photos videos and messages. This tool could make it much easier for users to leave Instagram and go to a competing image social network and as long as it launches before May 25th, it will help Instagram to comply with upcoming European GDPR privacy law that requires data portability. Something fishy is going on with YouTube. It appears the Google subsidiary has been hit by hackers as a number of popular music videos have been defaced or have suddenly disappeared indeed. The platform's most viewed video ever, Despacito by Luis Fonsi and Daddy Yankee, was temporarily unavailable on YouTube. It remains unclear what the source of the attack is, but most of the affected videos were uploaded from Vivo accounts. There's a new venture fund in town from some familiar faces. Carrie Lai, who previously worked at Intel Capital and IVP, is joining forces with Paul Yeh, formerly of Kleiner Perkins. They're calling it Conductive Ventures and it's launching with $100 million under management. They will be investing in expansion stage companies across enterprise software and hardware categories, meaning Series A, Series B and beyond. Check sizes will be between $2 million and $7 million. They expect to invest in 10 to 15 companies for this first fund. And Financial, the Alibaba affiliate that looks after the firm's hugely popular Alipay service is reportedly gearing up for an enormous funding round that could take its valuation to 100 to 150 billion dollars. The Wall Street Journal reported that Ant is in talks to raise upwards of 9 billion dollars at the 100 billion dollar mark, while Bloomberg suggested that Singapore's sovereign fund Temasek is vying to let a round of 10 billion dollars at a valuation of 150 billion dollars either round would make Ant the highest valued unicorn on the planet although it is hard to call. The firm a startup considering its reliance and history with Alibaba, which it spun out of seven years ago, Alibaba declined to comment on market rumors. Last fall, Hulu and Spotify teamed up to offer students a bundle including both of their services for a discounted price, compared with paying for each subscription separately. Today, the companies are announcing a similar discounted bundle will be available to all users. Spotify's 71 million-plus existing premium users will get the first shot at upgrading to the bundled subscription. Instead of paying $9.99 per month for a paid subscription to Spotify's on-demand music service, they can choose to pay $12.99 per month for a combination of Spotify Premium and Hulu's Limited commercials plan. Later this summer, the bundled subscription will become available to all of Spotify's U.S based users as well as any other potential newcomers to the two services. Starting today, Spotify Premium users will be given the option to trial the bundled subscription through a promotion that offers Hulu for $0.99 for a three-month period. On its own, Hulu's limited commercial's plan is $7.99, so this is a significant savings, even when the price increases to the full $12.99 per month. It's far less than paying for both on their own. Apple Music is continuing its upper climb in subscriber count, quickening its pace as it seeks to overtake Spotify in the battle for users' ears. The music streaming service now has 40 million subscribers. According to a report today from Variety, Apple has confirmed this number to TechCrunch. The service still has a ways to go before it surpasses Spotify, which currently has 70 million paid premium subscribers. A report in the Wall Street Journal earlier this year suggests that Apple Music's quicker growth rate 5% versus Spotify's 2% growth could mean it surpassing the Swedish streaming service as soon as this summer. However, Apple Music hit 30 million subscribers in September of 2017. Uber is officially a multimodal transportation platform on the heels of its acquisition of bike share startup Jump. Uber C. Kasrau Khosrowshahi today announced Uber Bikes' expansion into Washington, D.C., along with two key partnerships in car rentals and public transit. The first is with instant car booking service Jedround, which launched at TechCrunch Disrupt Nye in 2011 to enable car owners to rent their vehicles to neighbors, tourists and other people within their city, dubbed Uber Rent. The platform taps into JetAround's existing marketplace of cars that are available for instant rentals. Uber Rent, which will launch in San Francisco later this month, lets people book JetAround cars directly from the Uber app. Once Uber feels solid about the product market fit, it will expand the program nationally. While much of the tech media has had their eyeballs glued to Facebook, see Mark Zuckerberg's testimonies to Congress over the past couple of days. Another social media giant has been discussing Russian election interference. Yesterday, Reditzia Steve Huffman published the team's annual transparency report generally. The focus of this report has been to keep Redditors apprised of the current state of requests and approvals by governments and law enforcement for the preservation or production of user data this year. The announcement was framed a bit differently as Huffman also took the opportunity to deliver some updates on Russian attempts to infiltrate the platform. Huffman stated that the company had identified 944 suspicious accounts believed to be linked to the Internet Research Agency. These accounts made more than 14,000 posts on the site. According to Huffman, he said that few of these accounts appeared to have a visible impact on the site and there is quite a few funding and acquisition announcement today we work is buying Chinese co-working startup Naked Hub as part of a continued expansion in the world's most populous country. According to people familiar with the deal, TravelPerk, a Barcelona-based software as a service startup that's built an end-to-end business travel platform, has closed a $21 million Series B round, led by Berlin. Base Target Global and London's Felix Capital earlier investors Spark Capital and Sunstone also participated in the round, alongside new investor Amplo. Liberus, the London-based fintech that provides finance for small businesses, has raised £57.5 million in new funding to help support the company's growth. The alternative finance provider makes loans against a company's future credit and debit card sales. Travel Triangle a startup that is digitizing travel agencies and travel bookings in India has raised a $12 million Series C round led by Fundamentum. The Time has just closed a $7.6 million series around this latest. Out of funding was led by DeepBridge Capital with participation from Ziff, Sweden's InstaBridge, the Wi-Fi sharing community and mobile app that has proved particularly popular in Brazil and Mexico. Has scored $3 million in further funding money it's pegged for Asia expansion, starting with India. And to close off this episode, JP Morgan was sued for charging sky high interest rates and fees to customers who use their credit cards to buy cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin. Thank you for tuning in. We will be back tomorrow.